And now, Capital Chat, the community connection, K-I-N-Y. All right, good morning. Welcome to Capital Chat. Uh, we got a very busy Capital Chat today, which is good. We love it when it's busy, right? It is 821. Welcome to Capital Chat on KINY, and welcome to Kristen, uh, Kristen Strom from Eagle Crest, joining us in the studio. Uh, Kristen, thanks for coming in, and uh, you brought some news with you. Yeah, good morning. Thank you. Happy Friday to yeah. you and everybody else. Happy oh Friday. Gosh. Happy Veterans Day. It's yeah. uh, it's a big day all the way around. Yeah, huh? <laughs> ready for uh, the weekend. <laughs> yeah, and Eagle Crest. Boy, we're getting excited. Eagle Crest is getting ready to open up. Oh my gosh, yeah, ready or not, we're making our way through November, and here we go, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> the winter right. season is coming and coming fast. Yeah. Now, uh, you've got some uh, pretty cool events lined up between now and opening day. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We've got, you know, everything you need to really get stoked and ready for the ski season up at Eagle Crest. Um, starting out with our Snowvember film series. Um, it's back for another year. We do a few showings of just ski films, and um, it's really just a way to build stoke, get the ski community back together before the hill opens um kind of a social event yeah totally totally yeah so the first one is actually tomorrow night at eagle crest uh we'll be doing a dinner special um doors open at 6 30 and the movie starts at 7 and we're showing uh the northern aspects film festival which is an awesome film festival it's all alaskan skier submitted films so that's cool it's just kind of home videos from all around alaska but it's put together in such a fun way and everybody gets excited and stoked and there's camaraderie so it's going to be a good time but awesome and that's going to take place at eagle crest yes okay. yeah so fish creek lodge tomorrow night and doors open at 6 30 show starts at 7 okay uh, what's the cost to get in $15 a ticket. If you want to do the meal with it, it's $30 total, but we'll have free popcorn for folks. Um, there'll be candy, sodas, all the things available. Okay. Uh, and I, am I able to purchase tickets online? Yes. So, so com is where you want to go. The Snowvember film series is just right there, the big header. You can just click on that or the store page under events. It's there as well, but you can see it all over the website. All right. So, uh, Snowvember kicks off off tomorrow night yes uh, at, at eagle crest at and, eagle crest. and then on sunday night yes at so, gold town yeah yeah so we're doing a double feature of the northern aspects film festival just because it's such a great film series that really everybody should see skiers non-skiers just anybody here in town um and we're doing a sunday night premiere at gold town that is doors at seven movie starts at seven thirty. same price fifteen dollars but just a little bit easy easier accessibility for those folks who have work the morning after what have you but both of the film nights are northern aspects uh, tomorrow night and Sunday night. Okay. Now my understanding is there is a third film night. <laughs> yes, there right. is. And finally, of course, we can't do November film series without the new Warren Miller film of course. coming out. Yeah, of course. And they're doing, of course, a big 75th year anniversary uh, double feature film series. So next Friday, November 17th, we'll be doing another one at Eagle Crest, another dinner special, same prices, $15 plane ticket, 30 or er, plane ticket just for the film yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, so $30 for the what's on the special. menu anything so uh, tomorrow night is lasagna night oh. so we have pasta garlic bread all the goodies and then uh, next week is going to be pulled pork sandwiches coleslaw chips 
just all the goodies. Oh my gosh. It just sounds like so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Some good warm food and ski films to get you excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that. It really does sound like a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, now, now Eagle Crest is going to open up on a serious note. On, mm-hmm. on we're we're uh, looking at opening up on the second of December. Correct. Yes. Yeah, December second. And what is the prognosis at this point for opening day? What are we looking at? A um, little bit of snow, a lot of snow. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, hopefully a lot of snow. Yeah. Um, the forecast right now is looking great. Um, and okay, yeah, we have. Also purchased uh, four or five more snow guns um, to really cover the base area of the mountain should the season come around quicker than Mother Nature is ready for. Um, so we're really prepared to at least bury the porcupine lift area and the base area of Hooter so that there will at least be several runs open for opening right, day. Right. But fingers crossed, it's the whole mountain that's it's, ready to yeah. roll. Yeah, well, I'm going to keep my fingers and toes crossed. Now, I've been seeing on Facebook some pictures of the snow, the snow guns. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, any listeners that would like to check those out, check it out on, on Facebook. Uh, you go to the Eagle Crest Facebook page and uh, you can see it all right there. And it looks like people are staying busy up there getting starting to get real busy oh my gosh yeah so you guys are you're gearing up for the season uh which brings me to another question are you looking for people up there yes we are there's still a few key positions that we're hiring for um a couple of admin coordinator positions for the front office um any rental repair um support staff as well super awesome our repair shop is open right now for pre-season so if you want to get your gear in Ooh. before the season starts like there's nothing worse than starting the year and then having to take your skis in and missing right, powder right. days for for right. that but so if your skis have been bouncing around in the basement yeah. you know getting all <laughs> or in your car all yeah, summer your car, car all <laughs> summer yeah i've been down that road before yeah. and you're you're thinking oh man well take them to the repair shop and yeah. uh, drop them off yeah yeah so monday through friday it's open 8 30 to 3 so oh, anytime fantastic. drop off your gear we also have uh new retail gear and shop too mm. so helmets goggles gloves we have new stickers and patches and calendars so all sorts of stuff to the get shop's been remodeled really stocked right? yeah the, okay yeah awesome. yeah so it looks great we get like we got like a full new fleet in so it's ah, super exciting that is exciting that is <laughs> so what exactly is your position up there Kristen? I am the marketing and events manager up at Eagle Crest. So you, you've got a hand on everything that's going on up there. Oh, yeah. That yeah. is fantastic. That's a cool job. Yeah, thank you. I'm very, very fortunate. <laughs> I'm happy to be up there and helping support our thriving ski community. Now, this is You're going into your third year now? Yeah. Excellent. Well, yeah, it's super exciting. Congrats, congrats. Thank you. Uh, now, now you're you're not necessarily from here. You've been here for a couple of years, but uh, you said you're from Bend. Is that correct? I am originally from Bend, Oregon. So yes. you you got on your first pair of skis. I'm guessing right around there. Yeah, yeah. yeah at the young, young age, right. yeah, <laughs> two <okay>. or three. <laughs> uh, which brings me to the next. Day. There are classes for those youngsters who want to yes. get up, get up there, and, and uh, be active, be on skis, snowboards, etc. Yeah, both ski and snowboard instructors. Yes, that is correct. Yes. And those classes are filling up really, really quickly. So if you haven't had a chance to call in or get something scheduled, you want to do that 
very very soon can um, you schedule it online booked no um, i would call the ticket office uh, just to ensure you're in the right class placement right time okay and is that the uh, 907-790-2000 yes that's okay. correct 790-2000 write it down put it on the fridge uh, give the kids <laughs> the number and uh, get them signed up for class asap and it's never a bad idea to get those refresher classes uh it's always a good thing to have somebody else uh being able to watch you uh, from outside the box and kind of get an idea of where you, where you need to make some corrections. Yeah, uh, Kristen, always uh, thank you for coming in for Capital Chat and uh, bringing us a lot of info for Eagle Crest. Yeah, and thank you for having me. Everybody, let's get stoked for yeah, the no snow. Kidding. It's coming. And lasagna tomorrow <laughs> night over at Eagle Lasagna, Crest. comfort lasagna. food. Worst comes to worst. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, $15 or $30 for the meal. Yep. Um, you get the ticket and the meal for 30 bucks, but... Uh, 15 bucks will get you in the door, yeah. some free popcorn. and Yeah, and all proceeds go to uh, Coastal Avalanche Center and Juno Mountain Rescue. So Excellent. it's all going to great places. That is fantastic stuff. Uh, as always, thank you. And uh, I look forward to seeing you again on Capital Chat real soon. Uh, maybe we can squeeze you in before the beginning of the season. Oh, yeah. All sounds right. good. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Kristen. That is Kristen Strom from Eagle Crest. Again, you can uh, learn more by calling 790-2000 or go online to SkiEagleCrest.com. More Capital Chat on the way. Back to Capital Chat, K-I-N-Y. Morning, Ed Egan. And um, we have, I'm going to, I hope I don't butcher the name, Karen Silkitis from, from UAS. I got it right? You got it right. That was perfect. All right. And Jim Powell. Perfect. All right. And... Here comes here comes the challenge. Ellen Frankenstein. Perfect. Beautiful. Whew. You're amazing. Sigh of relief from me. <laughs> All right. Uh, and Ellen Frankenstein, you are a filmmaker. This is true. Just All came right. over from Sitka last night uh, to show a film. Awesome. So what film did you show? Are going are you going to show? We're going to show this film and uh, after Jim Powell gives a talk, uh, presentation, uh, this film is called Cruise Boom. It's filmed over a year in Sitka. While we're realizing we are going to have a surge of, of passengers and tourists and the community just bracing for it and raising a lot of questions about what it all means and how the community might change. Ooh. Ooh, that's, uh, that's going to get deep. I don't know if it gets deep, but <laughs> Juno has been... St- so far ahead of the curve, I guess, on this topic, but it's right. a topic that Jim has been doing a lot of research about, and I'm excited to see what the film says to folks in Juneau. All right, all right. It's uh, do you find that uh, different audiences uh, oftentimes come come out with with a different meaning from your films? Yes, but this is the, like, one of the first public screenings, so I don't oh, know. Okay, okay. So this is this yes, is the first. it really does vary. It's it's fascinating to see how films um, tie into what people are thinking about and other things, other elements going on in other people's research, and yeah. All right, uh, cruise boom. And she'll be able to see because after the film, well, after every evening, again, I think one of the things I love about that kind of community engagement is there's always a Q&A, right? And Ellen will be able to interact with the audience right after the film. All right. Now, how long of a film is this? It's 55 minutes. And um, I I'd switched to making short films, but the reason this film is a little bit on the longer side is it follows a community over time and sort of that sense of transformation. 
Uh, and it, I think one elements of this film, it's about people planning for change and the community trying to deal with it, which I think is Jim is going to bring up is a huge element to like how we cope with change and growth and the cruise ship industry. Like it really takes communities working together and um, and realizing that we do have democracy and possibilities to participate. So how do we evolve then? Right. Yeah, it's how do we change with change? There's the community, there's business, there's the um, government, and how do they adapt? That's that's the question because, well, over the years, you know, we've been having cruise ships for a long time, but certainly since the uh, mid-1995 and on, uh, there's been a, a consistent growth in the numbers. We Back then it was 200,000 about, 200,000, 300,000 in 1995. And I just got the numbers, and it was in the paper on Wednesday, that we're over 1.6 million. So that's a lot of people for a small population of, we're about 32,000 right now in Juneau. So how do you absorb that? Well, there are a lot of things that we've done. And actually, we're leading the world in some of the adaptations we've, we've, we've had. We're the first cruise, first place in the world to have a plug-in cruise ship, you know, shore power, we, so they turn off the engines so the air pollution issue is not there. And plus, we make some money on it. I mean, we've got shore power. They're going to pay us to, you know, have power. Other things were um, um, wastewater disposal. Uh, we had, there were problems. There were no real laws before um, 2000. Right. And the state and national, actually, uh, uh, Senator Frank Murkowski, when he was in office, Lisa's dad, um, took on national legislation to close what was called the donut holes, if you remember. I do remember that. Yeah. So he closed those donut holes. So if you're going to discharge wastewater, you got to go out more than three miles um, off the shore, not just inland waters. So we were the first ones in the world to have those kind of discharge laws passed, and it was done by a local legislator here, a woman named Beth Cretula, happened to be my wife. Um, so that was that was special. So that was good. Um, so we've had a lot of firsts, and we're continuing to have firsts. We have the first really, um, and we're joining others, two other firsts. One is uh, negotiate agreements with the, with the industry, with the big industries, the big cruise ships. We're of one of four in the world that have negotiated agreements uh, to say how many cruise ships do we want now in that negotiated agreement for next year. It's only five. We've per, had up Per to, day. Per day, yes. Right. Yeah. And we know the dirty little secret is cruise ships get bigger, but five five ships now. Um, and there were up to seven, you know, this last year. Um, so that's, that's huge. So we have a negotiated agreement with the cruise ships on a number of issues. And maybe the biggest thing, and, and I think people should uh, pat themselves on the back for this one, is we have a tourism best management uh, practices. And that's been going on since about 2001. And it grew from like eight things. And this is a this is a private sector agreement amongst themselves. If you sign on to this agreement, you abide by these best practices. There are over 90 practices now. Like if you're in a tourist bus, you don't you go right instead of left. So you stay out of residential areas. For example, there are 17 practices for whales, in fact. And those are those are agreements that they do themselves. And we're actually pushing that further and further so that we can adjust and manage the number of people uh, in town. So 
Yeah, there's a lot of adjustments, and we're out in front as far as worldwide, and we continue to do it. It's a lot of changes, and uh, with that in mind, Ellen, I I can't imagine how you could make just 55 minutes. (laughs) Well, we don't want people. We want people to have a conversation and I think it's that's what it's, I'm listening to Jim and thinking wow this is like such an amazing the university being involved in this doing research and getting us to talk about let me let Karen talk about what that means right it's very applied as they say well it is we're really excited about having this conversation I actually just got back from an international conference on regenerative tourism where I think Alaska was front and center in this conversation and uh, from our international partners from places like Greece and from places like New Zealand and Australia that are also having these conversations and they're looking to us and they they I think agree with us that we are um, really um I think could be uh, key players for the future in leading this conversation and the University of Alaska Southeast. um, We want to not only um, help lead our community and help engage our community and be a place where community can come together and have important conversations, but also respond with curriculum. Um, So we're in the place that we're looking at curriculum that can be responsive to our community's needs uh, with micro-credentials and things like that, which is what uh, UAS is currently doing. Okay. All right. Uh, Now, with all that said, we we do have evening at Egan. It is tonight. And uh, what time? What's it? Which... 7 p.m. And, th- and this, what's important about this one that for, I really want everybody to know is that it's it's not in the main library space first. It's in the lecture hall, which is a much better space for films. So um, it's going to be darker. You can watch a film better in that space in the lecture hall. But also folks are used to Evening at Egan being live streamed. And for lots of reasons, um, copyright and things, we don't live stream people's um, films. So you really need to come down to UA to see this film but there's another way you can see the film and I'm going to let Ellen tell you what that is so uh, we're going to do a second screening of Cruise Boom at Goldtown Theater tomorrow Saturday at 4pm $10 suggested donation but uh, we want people to come out to either event I'm excited to hear what Jim's going to talk about his research and what they're finding before the film at Egan, and I'm really excited to... Yeah, because tonight you get the talk, so you can get Dr. Jim Powell talking to us. Um, uh, Dr. Powell's talk's going to be about, so 15 to 20 minutes of Jim Powell's research, um, which was uh, funded by an NSF grant. Um, So you'll have the talk first, and then, of course, Evening at Egan is completely free tonight, 7 p.m. at UAS. And online. And no, we're not doing the online now. We're so not, not doing not the online. Not for this one. Not for this one. Not for we, this one. Okay. The next one, of course, will All be, right. yes. All right. So we then we should solidify that in the conversation that this is the one of the few that's not going to be online. No, you got to come down so to the So you US actually today. have to be there tonight. Uh, I, now, I have to ask uh, Dr. Powell, how long did it take you to compile this kind of information? This, it, it's that's buckets full. Yeah, it's a, well... Since I lived here for, I don't know, 40 years, I've been part of the community, and I was on the assembly for nine years. So back then, from 95 to 2004, and during that time, we plugged in the cruise ship. Right. And so we did those things. So it's been an evolution of a personal interest and a community interest and and now research. Um, Long time. uh, Our grant is a five-year grant, and we're actually looking at five different locations. Um, Juneau, Nome place in Norway, Sweden, and Iceland. 
So we're comparing them. And I'm going to give some of those, you know, I only got 15, 20 minutes, so it's going to be quick. Um, and the other thing I was thinking about tonight is uh, the PowerPoint will be available. And I'm going to put a supplemental to the PowerPoint because people in this community are, uh, um, they show up and they're interested and they're smart. They're so they're going to want to see the data. So I'm not going to be able to go into the data in a big way. So I'm going to have a supplemental to that that PowerPoint. So if they can see the graphs of growth, like, okay, what's happening with, are we getting better at wastewater? Are we getting better at air? So there's some graphs and data that have come out of uh, Department of Environmental Conservation and other resources in our own research. So, yeah, it's, it's taken a, you know, it's a, it's it's an evolution, but the, there's some good news there. I think there's some really good news. The bottom line, and I think it was the bottom line of the film, was communities have to get involved to determine where they want to be. Because if they don't, the industry will, and and rightly so, will 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 um, determine that. Right. So I think this is time for, you know, the community to step up again and say, hey, you know, do we want that many tourists? Right. And 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 in Hanley, they've done a really good job in, in the past, I think, um, uh, just regulatory and non-regulatory fixes and negotiating with the, the cruise ships. And we've had some really good people like uh, Kirby Day and Bob Janes and people that are really smart and they want to do the right thing for the communities. But we need to do more, I think. All right. All right. Uh, we do need to take a short break. Uh, I want to continue this conversation, which we will. We're going to continue the conversation with Karen Silkaitis from UAS, also Dr. Jim Powell and Ellen Frankenstein. Keep your ears right here. More Capital Chat coming your way right after this. All right, welcome back to Capital Chat on KINY. It is now 847. We're back with Ellen Frankenstein, Karen Silkaitis, and Dr. Jim Powell. And uh, we are, well, we're having a very deep conversation, really. <laughs> Talking films and cruise ships and, and cruise boom. Yes. And 55-minute uh, film. And I'm, I'm not quite certain how you're going to be able to cover so much territory uh in in such a short period of time. I mean, I say oh, short period well, of time. Well, a film is just, it's sort of a pointer. I, yeah. it, and, you know, that's why it, it can help open discussion, you know, and it can give you like a kind of micro example. This is about people dealing with something and it, we have multiple points of view, but it doesn't have the, it is depth, but you, can, you can't put footnotes in a film. Right. And you want, you don't want people to fall asleep. When they start looking away, you know it's not working. So there's got to be a little bit of an arc and a little bit of, you know, an element that makes it watchable. So I never say it's it's not the whole thing. It's just a little bit of a journey experience and then off, hopefully it points people to or someone to have a bigger conversation. Okay. All right. Now, uh, how closely did you have to work with, with uh, Dr. Powell to get the information compiled? Well, he was just kind of an advisor. We've worked on another project together, and, and so he told me about his research a while ago, and then actually the film I ended up making with a, a young guy who's now getting his Ph.D. in economic history, uh, is he wasn't really involved in it. Two anthropologists I worked with as an undergraduate came back to Sitka and said, you have a background in film and anthropology. This community is never going to be the same. You, you should document it. And I was right, like, oh, right. this is not a topic that really interests me. It's not pretty. Um, it's not heartfelt in a lot of ways. It deals with economics and change and something that I don't want to deal with. But I did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I did it anyway. Uh, and, and now that you've done it, uh, do you still feel the same way about it? I mean, after, you, after you've learned so much about the cruise industry 
Do you still have... You, you know what I love about getting to do this work, and I'm sure both the other speakers here would say, is that when you get to really spend time in a realm and talk to the different players, it can help but change you, and you see things from different angles. So while it wasn't a realm I wanted to go into, I feel like feel like it was... And there were some amazing lessons. But I haven't shown the film much. I mean, it just, uh, this is one of the second or third screenings, and the other ones were at colleges in small groups. Uh, and I'm just, now it's going to go into educational distribution and hopefully end up on a part of PBS. So oh, it's, it's wow. new. So you so, never know. So now I, I want to ask, I, I hope I asked this in the correct way. I hope it makes sense. But from, from prior to starting this project to now, how far has your perspective of the of the whole cruise ship industry changed is it is it a dramatic change or are you just more solidified in your your original viewpoint of it and, and with more information well i think it, the genie's out of the bottle ah and so i'm i'm someone who's always loved the concept of small businesses and people kind of shaping their own lives and whatever it is uh i'm not a big fan of multinationals. I mean, it so, sounds so simplified, but, and that's remained, but I see what we're talking about is that we have to work to shape it and, and set the regulations. And I think the cruise lines are listening. Do you, do you, do you feel like you were fairly unbiased uh, when putting this together? Like you didn't really... <laughs> Objectivity is a really hard thing, you know, coming out of things like anthropology. It's like you try to pretend you're objective. Uh, I ask questions. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think the audience has to, to right. see. And you okay. only, again, I, I, you can only put so much in a film. So, but I'm hoping, <laughs> I mean, I want people to come and see. And I'm, again, really excited to see how it fits in to other discussions. And right. I know uh, we're starting to get requests from other uh, places who are dealing with these issues. There are many places worldwide yeah. that are dealing with these issues. Yeah. I've spent I've spent a fair amount of time in uh, Central America, uh, where I have seen how the cruise ships can overrun some of those communities, yeah. and where some of those communities put their foot down and say, "No, we're not we're not we're not biting on that bait." Um, it's more important that we keep our culture and our our lifestyle the way it is. So. But one of the things that Karen brought up and one of the big things in my mind that's working on this is how can you have like regenerative or like good scale tourism mm -hmm. in the face of sort of an industrial mass version of tourism? And I think right. uh, that's a question I would love people to keep discussing and thinking about. Well, it's beyond I, my pay grade. I do believe that you have picked a topic for a movie that is going to... Um, spark some fires uh, i think you're going to find some very interesting and passionate people attending that uh for, particularly from juno i don't know about sitka uh i'm not familiar with that area but i think in juno you're going to find some passion uh for this for this particular topic and for and against um what the cruise cruise lines have have been doing and and where we are with regulations and laws and stuff i think it's going to be a very interesting event it's going to be fun 
<laughs> Ellen's smiling. <laughs> it must be all right. <laughs> I never know. Uh, Karen, uh, how did it go? I, I have to apologize to Karen. I was unable to go see the, the event that you were uh, a key player in. Uh, in some of the theatricals. Oh, that hasn't happened yet. Oh, that hasn't. Oh, oh so I now thought, I'm holding you. See, now I'm holding for, you to it. For whatever reason, I thought it was last month. No, this and, one's coming up next. Ah, okay. So somebody lied to me. <gasps> ah, no, that one's bummer. coming. That's our. So our very last evening, Egan okay. will be um, December. Undece- it's it's Se- I had. No, I just pulled it up. It is Friday, December 8th. 8th, okay. And it is, it's called our Winter Fire Showcase. Winter Fire, and it's you and what, three other people? It is. It's me and um, Ernestine Hayes. Oh, boy. Lily Hope. And Emily Wall. Oh boy! And it's uh, it's just going to be a powerhouse of uh, we called it a mesmerizing fusion of creativity, um, and we're all doing just original artistic work that we're going to perform that evening. That's on Friday um, the eighth. It is. And it's going to be like, re- it's going to be really special. So, yeah, but I want to hear like something, some tip so, about what's going to be so, in. Um, Emily and I know that Emily and Ernestine are both reading um, original work. And um, when I talk with Lily Hope about it, she said to me, she was so excited. And she said to me, wait, can I perform? And I was like, yes, I'm performing. And so I'm writing. I wrote an original monologue. Oh, boy. Um, and so I'm a, you know, I'm a, yes, I'm a dean, um, but originally I was an actor from Chicago. And so my pedagogy, my background is devised theater. And so I did write an original piece and we all started weaving together this winter fire showcase. And we started talking about that coziness of winter and um, themes of like what it means to be like you know, we're all like female identified. I'm non-binary, um, but also like have a lot of female identification in me. And we started talking about woman and fire and fiery women. And we just started talking about what that means to have passion and fire and it's winter. And, you know, um, Lily actually came up with the title. And so it's all original That's work awesome. and it's all artistic original you know, work. And you, we brought up the word passion in this in this discussion on Capital Chat multiple times today. And I got to tell you, I see nothing but passion in Absolutely. this room. This no, is fantastic. But I want to ask that one because there isn't a film, it's going to be streamable. So I'm in Sitka. I can stream it. You can, yeah. Awesome. So yes. most all of our evening at Egan's are um, are live streamed, and so that one is going to be live streamed. Oh boy. I, I'm I'm really looking forward to this because uh, that that actually fits quite well with my schedule on Friday, the eighth of December, and I am not going to forget it for for whatever reason. I really thought it was last month. Well, I'll be back and, here talking and, about it. Oh, I can't wait. And I think I Ernestine are you going to bring ca- Lily and well, Ernestine? I, yeah, in as I, well? I think Ernestine is definitely All coming right. with me to talk about it. <laughs> All right, uh, we have eight fifty seven on the clock. I we do need to wrap up uh, Capital Chat, but before we do that, I want to say thank you to everybody for joining us. Today. Today. Uh, our previous guest, Kristen Strom from Eagle Crest, thank you. And to our, our current guests, uh, uh, Ellen Frankenstein, thank you. And I look forward to that, uh, that film and the discussion because I tell you, there's going to be a lot of passion there. 
It's it's going to be crazy. Please come out to UAS tonight, is- 7 p.m., and that's again in the Egan Lecture Hall. We've got a lecture by Dr. Jim Powell, and an, I'm so excited to see this film. Oh, it's going to so, be So, yep, come out and see us tonight. We, By the way, we have snacks. Snacks. <gasps> snacks are good. Call snacks are good. So we've got refreshments, we have a lecture, and, and we have a film. Come see us tonight. That is tonight, 7 o'clock, in the uh, Egan Lecture Hall. And Jim, Dr. Jim Powell, thank you for coming in and uh, sharing some of your research and and what you had to go through to get that research. Uh, thanks, and thanks for having us. Uh, I appreciate, really appreciate yes. it. Um, yeah, really appreciate it. Uh, it's been been educational and a lot of fun talking to you guys, and I hope we can talk to all of you again in the very near future. I know I'm going to be speaking with Karen Silkaitis again soon. Uh, thank you again for everybody for listening, and thanks for joining us on Capital Chat. It is 8.58. News of the North coming your way after this.